Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for being here today and welcome to the Embodied Blonde podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Joe, and I am here today with Callie Vetter, who is a mindset and embodiment coach. She helps women reconnect with their body and soul, embrace their authentic truth and thrive. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited too. Um, first of all, I would just love for you to tell us a little bit about your story and kind of how you got into the work that you do today. Yes, it has been such a fun journey. I started my coaching business a year ago and I was doing um, gut health and nutrition coaching. And my background is in nutrition and I've been a dietitian for five years now. And I went into that with wanting to help um, people heal their bodies through a holistic approach with nutrition. And when I got into the field, it was very clinical and less holistic than I thought. So I was like, okay, this is, I can't do for very long. I'll have to start my own business. And so I started my own business couple times and you know how that goes it's really hard so I didn't stick until last year when I hired a coach and really took it seriously and I started coaching women with gut issues doing one-on-one coaching and I was taking a very root cause approach because when I had gut issues and this was three years ago um they were really bad and I had no idea what was going on. I was really embarrassed because I was like, I'm a dietitian. I shouldn't be experiencing like gut issues like this. I, you know, I'm, I eat really well and I pay attention and I try not to eat inflammatory foods and I'm really cognizant. So what's going on here? And it took me months to realize it had nothing to do with nutrition and it had everything to do with me living in a very stressful environment and doing a job that was soul sucking really at the core and it made me super stressed and anxious and my body was like stop it you know why are you doing this and that manifested as gut issues so I knew when I was starting my business that I really wanted to take that root cause approach with women because it was the reason for me why I had gut issues and it was so much deeper than just the nutrition aspect. So I loved it. I had one-on-one clients. They were seeing great results. And then I noticed a theme really only like after six months, the clients I had that saw the greatest transformations, they, they did everything, including the mindset pieces that, you know, were like meditating and journaling and gratitude practice and, um, all these things, they saw huge transformations. It was like amazing. They had the nutrition down and, also the stress management and really paying attention to calming their bodies basically and getting out of their heads. And then I noticed when I had clients that were really resistant to doing the mindset and mindfulness parts, they would plateau in their healing. And um, it would almost be like they weren't seeing any changes anymore or Maybe they saw some in the beginning when they first eliminated maybe some like really inflammatory foods, but then it would just be like, no, that wasn't it, you know? And it was really tough for me because I was like, okay, I, you know, I love you so much, Mm -hmm. but what's the one thing you're not doing right now? And for a few of my clients, they weren't taking the responsibility to actually pour energy into back into themselves it was like that piece was really challenging and that's the key (laughs) it was the key is taking the energy back realigning back to who they are and what their truth is because most of the time they're over committing 
in situations, they are people pleasing, they are meeting everyone else's needs before their own, pouring all their energy into other people and situations outside of themselves, not keeping that energy for themselves to heal. And when I had this like big breakthrough, I was like, I can't even do just this like nutrition, gut health coaching approach anymore. I just feel like I need to go deep into the soul and just do like soul inner work coaching (laughs) because it felt like so many women overall, um, not even always gut issues, but so many women were just really living so out of alignment with their truth and it would cause anxiety and I do believe like this is why so many women suffer with anxiety Mm -hmm. in this country you know um depression so not just like the gut health but hormone health too like hormone imbalance is huge weight gain and inability to lose weight all related to not living in deep alignment with your truth and your heart so (laughs) here we are Amazing. Yes. I resonate with what you're saying so much. I feel like it's very rare that people actually do take a root cause approach. So much of Western medicine is just about managing symptoms and like, here, take this drug. And then it comes with all these side effects, but you won't have this problem anymore. And then, but you have a whole list of new problems. And I also believe that when we are deeply tuned in to our bodies and actually in our body, we can get a lot of the answers there. Like we don't need an outside source as much to tell us what to eat or when to rest or, but the, the thing is the outside source can be helpful because we're not in our bodies. But if we were just drop in, mm. then we have so many answers already. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. That's, it's so key. And that is like one of the first things that I, um, talk about with clients is like, we got to tune in to yeah. your body. You know, you got to start just listening for those answers. Yep. I love that so much. <laughs> <laughs> so you talk about being stuck spiritually and emotionally and knowing that you wanted more, but not knowing how to get there. Um, how did you navigate that time in your life? And how do you, I think so many women can relate to that. And it seems like that's a lot of the work that you do. How do you help other women in that same situation? Mm-hmm. So I, the first, the first thing for me is I knew that I didn't have all the tools just on my own. And so I knew I wanted to work with a coach. And mm-hmm. so I started therapy with a counselor and I also had a coach as well who worked with mostly like energetics and the kind of more inner stuff. And those were like the two things that I knew are going to like help me really to realign on the inside first. And um, so that was key in expanding my toolbox. So now um, I can be just a more expanded, better human Mm -hmm. and respond better in life and in situations. And while I was doing that, I also started to um, just change my habits completely. So you know, meditating in the morning, coming up with like a very mindful morning routine was really big. And honestly, one of the biggest things that really helped me go from feeling stuck to living on a basically a new timeline for myself was listening to specific meditations that were like, um, for affirmations or stepping into a new timeline and I would I was listening to those daily Mm -hmm. so sometimes the same one for like weeks that was just like really attuning my body and my subconscious getting in there like this is I'm not playing small I'm on this new timeline I let go of old patterns old belief systems that are not serving me and being very consistent with that yeah. um, was definitely huge. 
Yeah. It was a really, really big part. And it, um, I mean, it changed my, definitely like my subconscious thoughts and how I um, respond in situations and expanded my awareness greatly so that when those negative thought patterns would come up because they always do, our egos and our minds want to keep us in cycles of negative thinking I could so easily catch myself and be like, wait a second, is this my truth? Is this my reality? Is this a protection mechanism? Ask questions and yeah. diffuse the um, negative storytelling. Yeah. So yeah, honestly, I, I'm so big on affirmations and the thing is they're not going to work if you don't believe it too. Mm -hmm. So the consistency is key and you really do need to work on that inner work and how you see yourself so journaling was a part of this too and um even mirror work mm -hmm. like looking at in the mirror looking at myself saying I love you you are beautiful what you're doing is amazing and that really helps to like build back the relationship with yourself and just access that self-love that we all have just might be like really in and get back to that yeah. and that's gonna yeah that really is for the emotional and the spiritual it's really been a journey I'm still of course on it <laughs> uh, wow I love that so much yeah it's like kind of getting back to the basics of spirituality and I've had huge shifts kind of doing similar things of like I'm really serious about whatever it is, whatever specific thing. And I'm just going to listen to Abraham Hicks every single morning, like on that topic. And it, kind of magic happens from that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that you just said that because I have been listening to Abraham Hicks <laughs> for like the past three days a lot. And I'm just it's, like, ah, oh, it's so magical. <laughs> it is. It's so magical. And I feel like, I don't know what it is, but for me, especially with the consistency, I think it really does reprogram your subconscious mind. Yes, I agree so much. And actually something I've been realizing, I've been like on an insane podcast binge for the last week I was um, house sitting and while I was doing that, I was by myself and I'm like, oh, I'll just, you know, listen to some podcasts. And I, I just started realizing like the deeper I dive into my spirituality, the more simple it gets, like the easier it gets, the more clear and it just feels easy. It's like the key here is just truly love. <laughs> you know, it's just like, we just really need to access more of that love and joy. Yeah. yeah. Just enjoying life and not making up stories about everything that's so beautiful that's another thing that's I love that so much yeah so you talk I absolutely like I was going through your content and every single post I was reading I was like yes 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 this girl <laughs> is just like really dropping some truth here <laughs> but you have <laughs> about getting off of birth control and reconnecting to our bodies. And I think this is so important for women to really understand all the ways that birth control disconnects us from our bodies and our cycles. And I just love for you to talk a little bit more about this. Mm -hmm. Yes. I, <laughs> I talk about some triggering things on my <laughs> Instagram. So I'm so glad to hear that you um, resonate with all of it. That's mm so good to feel like seen in, in that. Um, and first want to start off saying I'm definitely not a hormone expert mm -hmm. and I am not a birth control expert at all. Um, but I have seen what it does and I know enough to know that it does take us away from our natural cycles. That's kind of like in essence, the biggest part of it. Um, and I personally have actually never been on hormonal birth control, but I have taken plan B before and it was 
horrible experiences every time mm-hmm. um, because that is a massive dose of birth control is what Plan B is. And I had no idea, like, you know, taking it then what it even was yeah. because that's the issue is that's over the counter. Yeah. You can just buy it, which is crazy. And it's just like, oh yeah, I should. Okay. Let me do this. No idea what it is. No idea what it's going to do. And I was like, I'm never taking this again. I can't believe how like bad I feel. Just, it was not good. And so through my, my learning and also just having a lot of friends who are women who are on birth control, like most of us do and seeing what it has done to them has made me pretty fiercely adverse to it. Yeah. What birth control does is it, um, it's hormones. So it's giving us more hormones of, I think, progesterone Mm -hmm. to trick our bodies into thinking that we are already are pregnant. And so then if we're already pregnant, we can't get pregnant. Mm -hmm. That's why it's, um, it's hormonal and it's altering our normal, you know, usual 28 day cycle of our hormones are doing different waves of things, estrogen and progesterone, and they have a natural cycle. And that's how we have our luteal and our follicular phases Mm -hmm. that obviously we experience every month, you know, when we have these highs of our energy, our dips in energy, this is all natural and supposed to happen for women. So the birth control gives us different hormones, altering that 28 day cycle Mm -hmm. and takes away that intuition, that connection that we have with our bodies. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's like our guide really. Yeah. Because when you're not feeling this, um, when you're disconnected like that, taking away your normal, true connection with yourself, not making decisions that are aligned, not a lot of times, and I've heard recently, it can actually be detrimental for women um, choosing a partner when they're on birth control because it alters their sense of smell so much their whole entire body's normal um I can't think of the right word but you're just like the normal essence of your body it changes that so it's like I actually was listening to a podcast with Sahara Rose um her high self podcast talking about this and she was saying there's a study done that women on birth control, when they would meet their partner, they were already on birth control. They would pick this partner. Mm-hmm. And when they got off the birth control, it was time to like, they wanted to have a family. They were like so adverse to this person because of the smell. There was like a very familiar smell with their partner that it was like it, the partner smelled like family to them. Mm-hmm. And then the women were like, no, this isn't, I'm so unattracted to you. And I guess they were calling it the divorce pill in in that study specifically, because they were seeing all these divorce rates from women that were on it in the beginning and then came off during the relationship. So, I mean, if that's just not reason enough, (laughs) but they, um, you know, they call or we call our, cycles our moon cycles Mm -hmm. and that's our intuition our inner guidance Mm -hmm. and the more that we're on things that alter that more disconnected we become with our bodies and not to mention all the risks too um a lot of my friends have had ovarian cysts and needed to get surgery and um you know all of a sudden have PCOS and all these things that were never even a thing before. And also the emotional that it, the, how it just throws off emotionally. And my friend was telling me she's had a recent experience. She was so depressed. She was not herself 
getting really angry at her son. And she's like, I don't even feel like this is me. Like, just, she's like, I know this isn't even me, but I'm just, I have, I don't, can't control it. Mm -hmm. And that to me was like one of the scariest things is if it's like, if you're taking this hormone pill, that's changing the whole essence of who you are and making you be this person you don't even feel like how how much further away can you get from your your body and yourself so yeah and I talked about in that live that you're referring to how they um, just passed a bill to make it um, over the counter to make birth hormonal birth control over the counter which is very scary And I think we need to spread the word to educate. That's really the key because now we're going to have, you know, 15, 16, 17 year olds just coming to buy birth control, having no idea what it's really doing to their bodies and having no idea what the risk is there. So the more we talk about it, I think the better. I couldn't agree more. And I am also not an expert at this, but I've done a lot of research for my own personal benefit. And there are so many ways that are very easy and free to not get pregnant. Like a lot of people don't know that you, there's like six days, like the three days prior and the three days following ovulation that you can get pregnant. And your body gives you very clear signs of what phase you're in once you're in tune with that. And there's also really helpful tools like, um, natural cycles, the app, and, uh, you can even like, I just ordered an aura ring. So like, you don't even have to take your temperature every morning. Cause the ring takes your temperature and it attaches oh, wow. to the app. So, and obviously everyone needs to do their own research and educate themselves. And there is a little bit of a dicey. And I don't know this personally, because I've, I've tried birth control like once for a month and I was, I hated it. I just knew it was wrong for me. So I don't have like this huge story of being on it and then getting off of it. But I know there is a period that you'll go through where you don't have a consistent regular cycle while your body kind of recalibrates. So like, obviously we're not giving medical advice here, but (laughs) do your own research. And there are so many ways that you can prevent pregnancy in a way that's honoring to your body instead of extremely harmful. Yes, absolutely. I'm so happy that you said that because it's so true. And that's the other thing is like most, so many women, especially if they get on birth control at a young age, have no idea that there's only six days of the month that they really can get pregnant. Yeah. I think that would change things a lot for people. It's crazy that that's not common knowledge. We're so, there's so much that women need to be taught when it comes to this kind of stuff. And it should, I mean, ideally this would be wisdom that was passed down from like your grandmother to your mother to you, but our world doesn't work like that yet. But I think that there is a big shift happening right now. Mm. Mm -hmm. I, yes, I feel the shift big time. I really think people are starting to um, wake up to it and realize like, whoa, like I, I don't need to feel this bad and this off. And I can actually just get back to myself and, you know, life becomes a little bit easier and I'm more connected and yeah, I'm yeah. picking a better partner, picking a better partner. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. <That's kind> of <laughs> important. That is yeah, maybe one of the more important things in yeah. life that, and also just aligning with the right jobs and the right friends for you too it's all so connected um it really I talk about once you're aligning with your truth you are going to call in all the things that you've been wanting and the things you didn't even know you you wanted right because it's just like all the things that are meant for you are there we just need to align back with our truth and ourselves yeah so it's it's really all all the things that just kind of spreads out too. <laughs> yes, exactly. I love that so much. Um, you said in one of your reels, there's nothing more freeing and perfect in this life than living out your true essence rather than being accepted as someone you're not. I love that so much. 
And I would like to hear your thoughts for women who they, that resonates with them, but they're afraid of like being judged or of cancel culture. What would you say to them? Mm -hmm. Yes. I just did a master class on this. And, um, one of my participants there asked me this similar question. And the truth is it will stir some people up when you start aligning with your truth. It will tick some people off, mm-hmm. but that is not your responsibility. Mm-hmm. And the key here really is when you are living in alignment with your truth, people that are meant for you are going to resonate so deeply and fully with you they're going to fall in love with you so much more and so your relationships really are going to get deeper with the right people more aligned some people yes will fall off you'll lose some friends but then the opportunity comes in for amazing friends that are just resonate with you and that just love you so much for who you are so surface it's it is a scary thing to start with because it's like these people are going to judge me and people are going to have something to say yeah and it will happen a lot of times also though I know this from you know doing this online is a lot of times people won't even say anything you just probably won't really hear from them anymore yeah and you know it's hard but on the other side of that is so much joy and goodness to be had it's like wow I'm accepted for who I really am so strongly with the right people that are here for me and they're here for it and that feels amazing and no matter what even if you were living out of alignment with your truth people are not everyone's going to like you (laughs) like no never at any time in our lives, will everyone appreciate us for if we're trying to people please or do something that we think we should be doing yeah. or if we're living with our truths? Like, regardless, people are always going to judge and they're always going to project on you and they're always going to, you know, some people are going to like you and some aren't. So you might as well <laughs> live, live your truth so you can feel better inside in your life and then also find those people who really love you for all of that because they are so out there and they're waiting like they are waiting for you yeah I love that so much and I think that we do have to come to terms with the fact that if we're speaking I think it was Marie Forleo I heard say this if you're speaking to everyone you're speaking to no one so if you're trying to make everybody happy you probably won't make anyone angry, but you're not going to have the right people find you either. And you really do have to be willing to show up in who you are. And this has been something that I've actually been learning firsthand this year because my brand has been growing. My visibility has been growing. And I have been saying some controversial things on the internet. And I have had people like come into my comments or into my inbox and say like kind of hurtful stuff. And, and I felt misunderstood perhaps, but I think more so they were triggered and I just have to be okay with that because of all of the people who are meant to be in my world, the content that I'm posting is deeply resonating with them. And before, when I was just posting vanilla, like happy spiritual content, it wasn't really helping anybody, you know? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Oh my gosh. I know. I, I really, really resonate with that. And I've been looking at a lot of this stuff that you're posting and I'm like, ah, oh, all this is so, so on point. It's so how I feel. It's so insightful and good. And it's because you're posting very specific things that only certain people are going to, you know, resonate with. Yeah. And, but for those people, like for me, I'm like, yes, this is my girl. Like, totally feel her (laughs) and yeah you get it's just more authentic and real connections Mm -hmm. totally and it's the same way I felt when I was reading through your content I was like yes (laughs) I'm gonna love this interview (laughs) I'm so glad (laughs) yes I love that oh my gosh I love what you said I was just looking at one of your reels about 
collaborations and doing more collaborations. And oh, it's so nourishing and fulfilling just to have these conversations that are, you know, for some people really taboo. And it's just like, oh my gosh, you can't be saying that, you know? And it's like, actually we can and we should be because more people are going to be seeing this and feeling this and hearing this and know that they're not alone. Yeah, absolutely. And it, I don't know that you ever change someone's mind, but you do find the people who are ready for more or who have been kind of had an inner knowing about these kind of things all along, but they just needed someone to say it. Mm. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's so good. I definitely think so. And that's, that's who we're here for is, you know, it's like, Hey, it's okay to be yourself and have these thoughts that like a lot of people might judge you for, but they're just loud. (laughs) Exactly. It's, it's a lot of noise and you just have to be able to tune it out and stay in your lane and trust that, you know, you're kind of, I trust in my business that I'm being divinely guided and it's not really up to me what the outcome is. It's like, I just Mm -hmm. show up and I do my work and Mm -hmm. I do what I feel meant to say or what's on my heart. And then like, I have to just let go of it after that. Yeah. The practice of letting go has been really big for me. I almost feel like the more that I do this work, sometimes the harder it is to let go. (laughs) (laughs) And the more I'm like in my head about things. So I've really been um, trying to just, yeah, let go. And and that sounds so counterintuitive now that I'm saying it out loud, like I'm really working hard. It's a process and it's something that we get to come back to over and over and over and over again. And I don't think that you're, anyone's ever perfect at it. It's not like being surrendered isn't easy. You, you have to, you have to have a lot of trust in the masculine or in the diviner in whatever it is that in your calling, whatever it is that you're trusting in, you have to trust. And, you know, we've been raised not to trust. We've been taught to be strong, independent. Like I can do everything all myself and I don't need anyone women. Mm -hmm. And it's completely counter culture to like drop into that trust. Mm -hmm. I agree so much with that. And it, it reminds me of trusting, going back to trusting our bodies too, that our bodies really know what's best for us Mm -hmm. and to let ourselves be led by those feelings that we have. Mm -hmm. We have all those, you know, feelings of resistance or joy or those gut feelings and that you know, tightness or whatever it is for a reason to be led on our path. And the more that we're trusting of ourselves and our bodies, the more we're just like staying on this path. And that's when we're safe. And that's when the universe and God and all the things have us. Absolutely. Yeah. And it just develops this beautiful relationship with yourself where you know that you've got you, like you have your body, you have your intuition and you don't look as much outside of yourself for information or validation, or even like following a diet plan. It's like, you might feel different from day to day. You're going to feel different at different times in your cycle. There's going to be a reason why maybe you're craving something for a reason why you're less hungry and maybe you eat much less that day, or it's so masculine to be like following a rigid protocol every single day, regardless of what your body's telling you. Mm-hmm. It's so true. It really is like, it's such an intuitive process, really. It's just like, yeah, today I'm feeling, you know, pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. It's fine. <laughs> fine. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yes. It's that was honestly, I think that was a big thing too with um, when I was doing more of the nutrition 
Mm. And my clients were tracking, they were doing um, like a food and symptom journal, which I definitely think is very helpful. But then it would be get to the point where it was like too much and it was no longer helpful. And it was actually just causing more stress and anxiety, yep. paying attention and trying so hard to, you know, do the right thing, eat the right things. And then it was like doing the opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That is so true. And I feel like if you've had any kind of past history of like disordered eating, um, I got into like, I really got into Ray Pete for a while. And mm. I don't know if you know him, but he's kind of like a pro metabolic guy. And I was selling a lot of pro metabolic accounts and I hired this coach and it was very much like tracking your macros, putting everything you eat in this thing. And I just, I went, I did one session with her, paid her for the session. And then I had to like bow out. I was like, I'm so sorry, but it was triggering for me because it was me out of my body once again and trying to put it in the hands of somebody else. And I just can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man. I'm so glad that you brought that up because that is definitely something I, I have struggled with in the past too, is like being super obsessive on my fitness pal, tracking every single thing. And that that's is such (laughs) it's outside of yourself it's taking you away from that connection to your body and truly I think part of the reason why I you know have gone so deep into this and is because there the key really is just getting back to our bodies once we're getting back to our bodies everything is going to fall into place Mm -hmm. and the eating disorder is probably or disordered eating habits or whatever mm-hmm. are probably going to fall away naturally because it's like I'm just so aligned with my body I know what it needs how much it needs when it needs food whatever and it's like no longer will I overeat because it doesn't make my body feel good no longer will I undereat because it doesn't give me energy and it's just it's a just natural alignment back. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Your post about like the, I love this post so much. We were talking about like, we think we can heal our bodies through green juice, apple cider vinegar, keto, closing our rings. Like you, you go through all the things, beach body protocol. I was like, oh my gosh, I've done all of these. <laughs> <laughs> but you were just like, you basically said just what we're talking about. Like, no, you have to love yourself. That's what's really going to move things and change things and help you to heal. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. It's funny. Well, I say that because I also have done all those things too. Yeah. Like, oh, let me just take the shot of apple cider vinegar every day to heal my gut. And it's like, yeah. no, not only does that not taste good, but it what kind of burns. Oh my goodness. But Yes, at the core of all of it is coming back to love, that self-love for yourself and for your body. Because when you come back into that love, you're going to be so just in love with who you are. It It feels wrong to give away all of your energy to somebody else or something else that isn't actually it's just taking away from your body. Mm -hmm. So the more that you love yourself, the more that you tune into your body, the more that you do things that actually nourish your body. And it's a domino effect really, because it's like, Oh, this makes me feel so good. I feel nourished and fulfilled. I'm, I want to do more of this. And the more of this might be, you know, doing yoga every day, which helps calm your nervous system which is going to calm your body and calm the inflammation and heal your body. So truly all the things that we're doing, if they're really rooted in self-love, that's how you will heal all the things. And I love how you keep talking about like not taking all of our energy and giving it away and instead using it for ourselves. This is huge because 
we are kind of conditioned to be like these overgiving good girls. And especially for women, like motherhood, it, it's a lot of giving, or even just like in our career with our partner, it's very easy to be focused on the other and just completely ignore ourselves. And what I've learned personally is that when I actually bring all of my attention back in and put it in my body, there's an overflow. And then I still am able to give, but it's not giving from a finite resource. It's like giving from the overflow of my own energy. Mm, yes. That's so beautifully put. I'm so big on the energy. I've been talking about it a lot lately. Um, Cause I do think that's another really key aspect to all of this. Absolutely. It's like, I, when I was doing things that were not aligned for me, I would get so drained so quickly and then wasn't showing up as my best self in this world, as my best human for everyone around me. And it wasn't good. I wasn't able to serve well from that space. And then as soon as I took the energy back and aligned with myself, now I'm actually having a bigger impact, impacting more people. And I feel so full from all of it. Yeah. Beautiful. And that's, that's why uh, it's such a selfless thing really to do is to keep, is to make sure that you're filled of this energy yes. because really now I'm going to be my best human and that affects everyone around me. It's like when you're doing everything for everyone else, no one's really benefiting from that in the end. They're not benefiting. They might momentarily benefit, but long-term, no one's benefiting. <laughs> so true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, this is such a great conversation. You have this pose. I was like laughing so hard. It said, I mean, it's not a funny post, but like, it was kind of funny to me. Um, <laughs> because I feel like this happens a lot in the personal development world. And you were like, you said, the answer is not to throw the whole man away, drop all your friends, quit your job, escape to Mexico. <laughs> the, answers, <laughs> the answers are within you and life transformation happens when you connect with the wisdom of your body and let it guide you back to yourself, which is kind of what we've been talking about. But I just love that you phrased it like that, because I feel like you do hear these stories of like, I turned my whole life upside down. I broke up with my partner. Doesn't always have to be that way. A lot of the times it's kind of this thing of like, wherever you go, there you are. So you mm -hmm. can feel yourself and then your life and the people around you it's not so much of like, oh, like I grew and now we're not an energetic match anymore. So I have to break up with my partner. Sometimes that does happen, but a lot of times by doing the inner work for ourselves, our relationships and everything around us just improves. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. I've definitely noticed that big time in my life. And it's, yeah, it's something that I think is definitely, like you said, really big in the self-development world is we're all just like leave it all behind shed the old make room for the new mm -hmm. and while that is so true and so important we can do that on the inner level yeah. shed the old identity of ourselves and step into this new identity of this person that we actually truly are and this person that you know calls in all these amazing things and sees things from a completely different perspective mm -hmm. and just let that perspective shift I think is where a lot of the breakthroughs are going to happen like you said doing the inner work it's like that's going to overflow and your partner is going to see that and say whoa this is cool like you're not yeah. you're not emotionally reacting like you used to be maybe I should try to do that too a little bit and it does it does overflow I've definitely seen that with my relationship and definitely with my friendships and um my family too even it's been it's been really cool it's just little little things here and there we don't need to like preach to anybody we don't need to you know try to leave everybody behind and cocoon like we can just be mm -hmm. and that is going to overflow and people are going to 
see it and hopefully be inspired. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And sometimes it's just about the way we really, like maybe we do have a challenging person in our life, but then we learn boundaries, which is important, but also we learn how we relate to them. And like, we can shift our mindset and make it a more pleasant relationship. And there is an aspect of falling away. I think that comes with growth, especially at the beginning. But I think that when we get beyond that phase and we're well on our way, the real spiritual work is just being able to be with the people in your life, no matter who they are or how they show up. Mm. Mm, yeah, that's so good. It's so, so good. Oh my gosh, it's so true. <laughs> Just had a conversation with um, my sister-in-law today about family and people are triggered and people are upset and, you know, all the things and really at the core of it, all we can do is just try to love that person and not change them or not change their thinking or, you know, their projection or whatever it is. Yeah. So much easier said than done for sure. Mm -hmm. But at the root is we just cannot control anybody except for ourselves. Yeah. So what you're doing, trying to control or change somebody's mind is not productive and it's not going to get you anywhere. It's just going to lead to more, you know, upset and just distrust and anger and sadness. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, yeah I, I really feel that big time of this in my life right now. It's very alive for me. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Who was it? I forget. I think it was maybe like Rumi. Or somebody said, like, if you think you're enlightened, go spend a week with your family. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> uh, I love them so much. But yes, like the most triggering people are your family yeah. every time. It's so true. It really is. I've been, um, I don't live really near most of my family anymore. And so every time I go home and go visit, it's like a new test for me. <laughs> it's like, okay, now I need to apply all these things that I've learned in real life, in real time, and really try to embody and be this person that I feel like I am when I'm not in triggering environments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a great place to practice for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely is. Nice. <laughs> So you, I'll ask you one last question and then I, I'd love to ask how we can find you and work with you, but you had a post that said, once we can accept that we are both the problem and the solution for the results we created in our life, we take our power back. I absolutely love this. Um, and I've definitely been in this place of just accepting radical responsibility for me. Um, a really big shift came when I realized that all of the, romantic relationships that I was attracting were kind of this, the same, they all ended the same way. And it was because I was like very attracted to unavailable people because I had my own blocks to love to heal. But I realized that like, wait a second, I'm the common denominator here. Mm. <laughs> so it's time to do some inner work, but, um, where do we go from there when we do have that realization? Like what's your process been around that? man, it's such a journey to do this because it's hard. It's really hard when you first have that acceptance. Mm-hmm. I am fully and totally responsible for everything in my life. Whoa. It's like, okay, <laughs> deep breath here. That's big, but it's super empowering because it means that you can change everything in your life. Yeah. So I... I've heard, I forget where I heard this, but somebody said it's everything that happens to us is not necessarily our fault, but it is our responsibility. And so when we apply this to thinking about like trauma or things that have happened to us in our lives that of course were not our fault at all, but now this is causing you to have um, maybe a relationship that's just, 
you know, trigger each other and just it isn't very, going very well because there are shadows from your past that you need to work through. And that is your responsibility so that you can be in this relationship. Yeah. And so for me, I've definitely, in my business, I think this is probably the, the biggest area, of course, that I'm really noticing all the time. It's like, okay, I don't have all these people signing up for my program. Mm-hmm. It must be because the algorithm, right? It's like, mm-hmm. let me blame the algorithm mm-hmm. for not showing my posts to anybody and no one new is seeing my stuff. It's definitely, it's definitely that. And then it's like, wait a second, let me bring that power back to myself instead of releasing it to something that I can't control, which is the algorithm. Let me bring it back and see where I have not been actually acting in accordance with what my goals are. It's like, oh, truly I haven't been promoting my program. So people really don't even know about my program. So of course they're not going to buy if they don't know what's going on. Yeah. So looking at to see where I am not doing something for the outcome that I want has definitely been very key and very helpful and allows me to make changes and to do some things that maybe I wouldn't have done before. It's like, because if I'm giving that power away, thinking that, oh yeah, it's something else's fault or someone else's fault, then it almost gives me permission to not do anything about it. Yeah. But it's like, actually there's, this is not, this is, this is my thing. I need to do something about this. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, what can I do next? And then I have that power to go and make some aligned actions yeah. for the thing that I'm desiring to change or shift or mm-hmm. whatever it might be. Um, it's, yeah, it's a really, it's such a, like an exciting, I think, and a really juicy place to be in because then it really does empower you to be like yeah everything is my fault you know kind of in essence it's like okay that's that's kind of weird but also cool now I can go set some boundaries I can go make some changes and start doing things differently because I want them to be different Mm -hmm. yeah it gives us so much power an agency in our life when we do take responsibility for the outcomes and not necessarily. So like the way that I see masculine and feminine energy in business is that like the masculine is very outcome oriented and the feminine is process oriented, but that's actually beautiful because when we commit to our processes, that is committing to ourselves and it is committing to taking action. And it's very freeing to like, like for me, I agreed to do a 365 days of reels challenge. And I have other certain things that I do in my business, like, um, posting on Facebook or sending an email or like, I have processes that I'm committed to. And then I know I showed up for my process and I can let go of the outcome and trust. Yeah. Mm, That's so key is letting go of the outcome, but not letting go of the outcome. Like I'm just going to sit here and binge Netflix and snack because the universe will bring it to like, no, you do have to be committed to the process. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you're saying, like we have to show up and then mm. of the result. Yes, absolutely. I would say this is a big thing that I've definitely um, noticed a lot recently is I was a lot of the energetic work, a lot of the inner work and really aligning with um, abundance and positivity and just everything on the inside of what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And then we're still not here yet. So clearly there are some aligned actions that I need to be taking yeah. some other things in the process that I need to be doing. And yeah, that's, it's, it really is, it opens up your world so much because it allows you to say, oh, there's actually more I could be doing in this area and different steps I could be taking for this. 
Um, and it's, yeah, it's very, very powerful. I'm so glad that you said that because I've, I've been changing and refining my processes for sure lately and yeah, doing, doing all the things, but trying to let go of then how you think, you know, the outcome should happen or, or that's the tricky part. A big part is like, when should it happen? Mm -hmm. Like I want it to happen today, (laughs) but it's like, no, you're planting seeds for the future. Or maybe somebody finds your content today and loves it, but they're not going to sign up as your client for another year. Or you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go of like the, when things are supposed to happen and even the how, but like knowing why, knowing who, and knowing that you're going to show up and do, do your processes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so good. It's, it's been, that's been a really big learning part of my journey for sure is the parts that I am responsible for and the part that the universe is responsible for. And, you know, my responsibility is the, you know, the process, the actions for content, for getting the word out, for letting myself be known, talking to the people, but then actually people who are supposed to see it, that's, that isn't my responsibility. I don't have control over that. Yeah. I love that so much. So could you tell us how we can find you and work with you? Do you have any programs going on right now or master classes? Tell me all the things. Okay. (laughs) I have so many things going on. So this weekend I am doing a um, full moon flow. I do them every full moon and it's a time to talk about what this full moon specifically is calling in in our lives something we might need to let go of or, or I need to embark on. So on Sunday um, at 5 p.m. Mountain Standard, so it'd be 4 p.m. PST, um, I'll be doing that over Zoom. And I do talk about the full moon. We're having a full moon in Sagittarius and what that kind of means. And then for the second half, I lead everyone through an embodiment flow to really let go of anything that's not serving and invite in peace, love, abundance, anything that we're calling in. And it's such a beautiful time. I do that over Zoom. I love that. So that's every full moon and um, full moon happens to be on this weekend. So that's happening. And then I have um, a one-on-one program and a group program. My group program is called Embodied Goddess, and that is a four-week sisterhood, and it's all about falling in love with yourself, to thrive in life, health, and love, and it's so beautiful. This round of it um, a couple months ago and had such an amazing transformation with my client friend. She's just like a completely different person in four weeks. And I was like, whoa, this is so cool. So this is something that I am going to run again. Um, It's not open yet, but you can hop on the wait list for that. And then the wait list will get some extra bonuses and discounts. So if you're interested, definitely want to get on the wait list for that. And I also have a one-on-one container. three or six, this is it's called Turned On, all about turning you back. Callie, you're kind of breaking up. And this is just you getting back to you. Uh-oh, there, there's some <laughs> storm rolling in. So yeah, it's possible. Your internet connection is unstable. Uh-oh, yeah. Um, it's probably the storm that's rolling in, probably jumbled some wires can you I just hear me lost now? you I can hear you now I just lost you when you started talking about the one-on-one the rest of it we got oh no you're frozen again ah! I, I can see you and hear you okay you're good Maybe now it's just I'm frozen but yeah okay okay well I'll try to be quick but <laughs> my one-on-one um container is called turned on It's not working, Callie. And I'm going to put your Instagram in the show notes. So you guys, if you want to learn more about um, that, are you, yeah, it's totally breaking up. 
Um, oh no. I'm gonna put your info in the show notes oh. with a link to your Instagram. So if people want to hear more, go to your Instagram. Yeah. And then, yes. So just check out her Instagram. It's going to be the first um, comment in the show notes. <laughs> and then you can reach out to her. <laughs> <one of our, laughs> I'm so sorry. Thank you oh, so no. much for being here. This was amazing. Uh, thank you so much. I don't know if you can hear me right now, but this yeah. was, okay, good. This was so good and incredible. I absolutely loved all of this so much great connecting with you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. And you guys, if you love this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would write a review and subscribe. That just helps me get the word out for my podcast. So thank you all so much for being here. And thank you, Callie. This has been so much fun. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much. You too, Sarah. Bye. Bye.